Hey, welcome back. This is Lydia, and you're listening to Record Talk Listen. Um, so today we have the wonderful Jen Brown. She has returned to talk about all of the pretty spectacular fall events that the Center for Literary Arts is involved in this year. They talks about the fall reading series and uh, the eighth annual One Act Play Festival, which is happening this September, September the 30th at 7 p.m. at the Palace. Um, if you've never been, it's really a fantastic event, and uh, nobody has seen these plays live except for you, the audience, when you go in to see them being performed this one evening only. So this is the first time they've ever been performed, and you can be a part of that, which is super cool. So make sure to get your tickets for that. They are $10 and or $5 for students, and you can get your tickets at Main Street Books at the Center for Literary Arts or at the Allegheny Arts Council in Cumberland. So be sure to do that. Um, you don't want to miss this event. She also briefly touches on the 11th Annual Indie Lit Fest, but she will come back and talk about that in more detail. And the wonderful Coffee with the Writer and um, all of the information, specific dates, times, and locations for all of these events can be found on our website we have them all listed there for you. So go to recordtalklisten.com and you can find all the information. But get your calendar out, jot down some dates, and don't miss these fantastic events coming up this fall. While you're on our website, we highly encourage you to look around. There are about 120 episodes of Record Talk Listen with all sorts of people and local organizations. Uh, so there's something for everybody there. So check it out. And if you like what you hear and you want to subscribe, you can pretty much find our podcast wherever you download your podcast. So we're on major, all the major platforms, iTunes and everywhere else. Um, we love doing the show or I love doing the show. It's, uh, it takes a lot of hard work and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our listeners. So if you would like to support the show, you can become a patron or you can just donate to the show. And all that information is located on the right hand side of our website. So don't be afraid to click any of those badges. The worst thing that can happen is that you support your local podcast. Something else I want to also mention briefly is that if you're a fan of the show and you have some suggestions for us or want to get in contact or also just kind of interact with other people, other pe other fans of the show, um, please join our Facebook group. It is super simple to do. You search the people who listen, though that would be you, listeners, um, you, on Facebook and you get all of our posts so you don't miss anything. Facebook has some weird algorithms so when we put stuff out on our page, our social media page, um, not every not every one of our people that follows us gets to see the information. So to ensure that you don't miss any upcoming um, announcements or anything happening with the podcast, we highly suggest that you join the group. So do that. You won't be sorry. Um, and it's called The People Who Listen again. So f go find it on Facebook. You can search it. And um, we look forward to seeing you in the group. So without further ado, let's get right into this episode with the wonderful Jen Brown from the Center for Literary Arts. Jen Brown, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me back. I anytime. The One Act Play Festival. Yes. It is back. It is back. And I was lucky enough to read some of the One Act Plays this year. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank no you problem. for being a reader. No problem. It was really cool. And uh, if you have the opportunity, if Jen presents you with the opportunity to read, say yes, please, because it is, 
it is a really cool experience. Or if you want me to present you with the opportunity, you can, you know, raise your hand or, or send me an email or yes. call the center and, uh, because we, you know, we're interested in, in opening up opportunities for other folk to read as well. Yeah. Uh, so that'd be great. It was, it was really, uh, it was really cool. And, uh, Tim got to read some of the one act plays as well, even though he was not on the committee, but it's the second, it's one of the perks of being married to somebody <laughs> that gets to read the plays. Sure. So you've announced the winner and the second and third runner up. We have. And so, um, can we talk about a little bit of that? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Please. So um, let's see. The first place winner is uh, a, a play called Small Talk okay, um, by Andrea Fleck-Clardy, who is from Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, it's a very tense play. I don't want to give anything away about mm-hmm. it, but it's um, a sort of very like small, small scope, um, but, but very tense Okay. Um, should be should be interesting to to see how it how it looks when it's performed. Uh, second place play uh, is called "In the End There Was Snow." Yes. And uh, three times now today, I've heard it referred to as being like waiting for Godot. Yes. Uh, which is accurate. Uh-huh. Um, so you know that might be a way to get people get to people excited about it. Come out and see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the playwright for that uh, is from Salt Lake City. Oh, interesting. So we had we had broad um submissions yeah uh, I, th- I think i may have mentioned that uh we also had plays submitted from new zealand yes you did yeah um yeah. beautiful stamps and <laughs> um, so unfortunately the new zealander didn't um didn't win but um so yeah to make a play in massachusetts salt lake city utah and the third place play uh the gift the playwright is from san diego california wow so we had like broad awesome. geographic representation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So somewhere in the middle on the west and east coast. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool how that worked out. Pretty neat. Almost a line. Diagonal line. Oh, you know, I hadn't charted it, but yeah. Mm. yeah kind of. Kind yeah. of. Um, so... We mentioned this last year, and Heidi came on to talk about the One Act right. Play Fest and how it's staged. So the one, the first place winner gets a full production yes. of the play, and then the second place gets a minimal staged, usually with actors reading from scripts and things, right? And uh, which actually works out really well for the second play. Mm-hmm. And then the third play is just usually done by students. Is that correct? Well, that's how we did it last year. Yeah. Um, so. The traditional arrangement is that uh, the first place play, as you said, gets the full staging, and then the second and third place winning plays get staged readings. Okay. So uh, it happened last year that the third place play, uh, we had a full, the full cast was a student cast. It was a big cast. It was. Yeah. Um, And... And I know that we have, we're seeking out a student, I don't know if that person has been cast yet, mm-hmm. uh, for the third place play again. Um, but those two, the second and third place plays, will be uh, given staged readings. But again, because the second place, in the end, there was snow, mm-hmm. uh, is so is so lean and so stark, yeah. um, it probably will end up feeling like a full staged production, right, even though we're good. not really treating it that way. It's, it's going to be great. I, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it last year, and it's a really interesting aspect for the people seeing this because it's never been performed before. Right. And it's also for the actors, they're like loving it because they don't have any frame of reference they are coming up with the first and only 
mm-hmm. um, kind of preparation for that particular character. Completely. It's like being part of the original cast recording for, yeah. a, for a Broadway show. Exactly. Um, and so then, you know, when it's when it's done again, they get to have been the person who, who originated the character. Right. And make um, notes and everything else, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that is happening September the 30th. It is. Uh, um, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Okay. At, at the Palace. Nice. And Frostburg. tickets are? Tickets are $10 for general audience okay. and $5 for students okay uh, five dollars for students and um again in the palace theater and that that ten dollar ticket price uh for general audiences um will include of course the the three plays yes uh also a little reception and a talk back um, with actors and probably also with some of the directors okay Um, yeah about like what their decisions were exactly that's awesome yeah and it's what time does it start? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. at the Palace on September 30th. So get your calendar out and put that on the schedule. And can you get tickets ahead of time? You can. Okay. Um, at Main Street Books. Okay. At the Allegheny Arts Council and also at the Center for Literary Arts on Main Street in Frostburg. Fantastic. So get them early because hopefully it'll sell out. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, it'd be fabulous. <laughs> Um, and then another festival that you guys do every year is the Indie Lit Fest. We do. And this will be the 11th annual wow. Western Maryland Independent Literature Festival. That's otherwise fantastic. known as Indie Lit. Yeah, I, it's it's always a good time. Um, and, you know, we, we bring lots of people in from uh, the region and even sort of outside of the region. That's cool. Different presses, writers, um, publishers, editors in Frostburg uh, to talk about uh, writing and publishing and editing uh, and to basically celebrate readers and uh, independent literature. Yeah, I mean, it's a great it's a great festival. And you're changing up locations slightly this year. We are. Uh, so in the past, um, well, recently in the past, the the book fair, which is like really where the publishers and the and the different presses are set up to mm-hmm. sell their books. Um, in the in the recent past, that's been in the Lyric Theater which is connected to the Center for Literary Arts. But this year we're going to be at the Gunter Hotel. Nice. Um, which I'm really excited about. So we'll be in the ballroom, which uh, will give us, uh, I think, kind of a good vibe. Yeah. Um, also gives people the opportunity to, you know, go up to the gin mill and catch a bite to eat or get a drink. Yeah. Uh, and then come back down and browse the books again. And it's a beautifully, it gives you an excuse to go into the Hotel Gunther because oh, they've just completely redid it and it's beautiful on the inside. So It's gorgeous. Yeah. You can buy some really beautiful books uh, in a nice, beautiful new venue. Right. Yeah. So that's cool. And you'll come back and talk about a little bit more in depth the Indie Lit Fest. Yes. yes still coming we, together. Yeah, we're working yeah. on the schedule. Um, but we have presses registered. We have panels in process. So good. it should be a good time. It's exciting. And always you have the reading series. We do. Uh, it's kind of one of the hallmarks of the Center for Literary Arts. Uh, we have three major readings happening um, this semester. Uh, so the first is is coming up. It's Charlie Henley will be with us on the nineteenth of okay. September Good. at seven thirty p.m. and that will be in the Lyric Theater, which uh, can be found at twenty East Main Street in Frostburg. Um, so Charlie is a um, he's a fiction writer. He has a collection of short stories that just came out um, called The Deep Code, mm. uh, and he's from. Although he was he was born in Maryland, uh, he's living right now around Seattle. Okay, uh, so he's coming in from from out there. Nice, yeah. Reading from his new book. Good, um, and then 
you've got you have three just this semester, yeah? Just this semester. Okay. Right. Um, so the next then is on the 2nd of November, and that's Chana Craig, uh, who has... I love this book title. Uh, she has a, a story collection called The Widow's Guide to Edible Mushrooms. Okay. Like, fabulous title. Yeah. Um, so she is, again, going to be here on the 2nd of November. That's at 730 as well. Also in the Lyric Theater. And uh, she's, let's see. So she teaches creative writing and women's studies at um, IUP, Indiana University of nice. Pennsylvania. Great. Uh, coming down from there. And then on the 16th of November, so we've had two fiction writers, right? Uh-huh. So on the 16th of November, we have the poet coming. Um, and his name is Robert Earl Price. It's a good name for a poet. Oh, it is. Yeah. Um, and he's also a playwright. So oh. um, he's, he's. You know, it's triple threat, I guess. But um, so that Robert Earl Price is reading on the 16th of November. That's at 730 in the evening, also at the Lyric. So you should put these dates definitely on your calendar because this is great. You have two fiction writers and a poet. Right. um, And these are all at 730. Um, So there's it's a great time, especially in the fall. I mean, it gets a little dark earlier, but I think it's it's good kind of cozy and gives you something to do inside sure it helps with the transition a little bit and although we do charge for um the one act play festival the reading series is free and open to the public nice so um you know it's it's a nice it's a cheap evening um but a a good opportunity to hear people voice their work yeah and Um, then ask questions and get to like i mean it's great it's sort of like you can read the book and hear them read it and then ask all the questions right to the person, right from the source, which sure. is nice and not an opportunity you get very often. Right. Yeah. It's, it's uh, it definitely changes your experience of work. I think to yeah. hear it, to hear it in, in the, the voice voice. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I, I mean, I think this is great uh, to put all this stuff on the calendar. Don't miss any of it, but if you do, that's okay. Cause there's always coffee with the writer. that's true um and so we have two scheduled so far uh the first is on the 7th of october and i should say coffee with the writer is um it's like an informal discussion that Mm -hmm. we have informal discussion and reading that we have uh with writers whom we bring in and they're generally held on the first saturday of the month okay between october and may and generally we take january off so we're kind of following fsu's semester schedule absolutely um, so our first one kickoff will be on the 7th of October. These take place, um, between 10 and noon on these Saturday mornings in the center for literary arts. Uh, and the writer who will be in the hot seat, uh, is Fred Sinise. Okay. Who, uh, uh, actually teaches in the chemistry department at Frostburg. Okay. He has four textbooks, four chemistry textbooks, Okay, <laughs> but he also writes fiction. Really? Really. That's pretty cool. I love the combination of creative writing and science. Um, yeah. And, you know, as, as a person who's really interested in science, in the sciences anyway, like it gives me an opportunity to geek out and I might be just insufferable at this particular coffee with a Oh, writer. well, I think that's great. I think that's worth going to see you just being like <gasps> completely geeked out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like show up with my Erlenmeyer flasks, but, um, <laughs> But anyway, so uh, Fred will be there, and he's going to be reading his fiction, but I'm sure that he will also uh, welcome questions about his, um, I just misspoke, he actually only has three, only three chemistry textbooks. Oh, well. Um, But 
but he has two additional books on symbolic mathematics. Oh, so he is up to five. Oh. He just went <laughs> three from four to five. Right. That's wow. Okay. So he's pretty. He's a pretty prolific writer. He really is. Science yeah. and fiction. So, um, and he's you know all this flat, uh, short stories and flash fiction. Um, apparently, he um, was nominated for a Pushcart Prize, which is like pretty cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, by all means, come out and come hear out it. and see this. This is going to be great. Yep. Um, so that's in October. That's um, in October. So if if the author was enough, not enough of a draw, the coffee's really good. It is. And then you also have pastries from Lorenzo's. We do, and actually now that um, Clatter is open, yeah, uh, I've been making use of Clatter for for their coffee. For their coffee. So I mean, like. I mean, come for the writer, but stay for the pastry and coffee. I mean, really. I mean, you got, like, pretty amazing pastries coming. And it's just right up the street. It's right across the street, essentially, which yeah. is kind of nice. Yeah, which is wonderful. Yeah. We, you know, get to get to um, make use of our local businesses. Um, Absolutely. But And right, so then, like, after you've had coffee and pastries with us, you could wander somewhere else in town sure. and just have a nice Saturday in Frostburg. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, possibly... Just to Main Street books. <laughs> right. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Which would be great. Um, so, I mean, you, like for every beginning of the semester, you come and you're full of fun stuff to talk about. Right. So the school year has officially started for you. It has. So, um, well, good luck with all of that. Thanks so much. And you are getting a new person from AmeriCorps. We are. Yeah, um, it's sad to say that Josh has moved on. Right. So uh, Josh Bella was wor- not working, serving yes. with us, with AmeriCorps, um, did just, you know, Josh is so warm and welcoming and competent and lovely uh, that it's it pains me to have him go off and do something else. Yes. Um, he's, he is going to uh, have another position with uh, read to succeed so he's still going to be doing literacy work that's be wonderful working with kids good um but we get the benefit now of of a new person uh who is cat wharton whom uh people might if they're local to the to the area they might know her as an artist who has done um quite a bit of of work at the allegheny arts council yeah uh you're really just um well accomplished young woman Mm -hmm. um very poised very well spoken also does creative writing um so she will be kind of our our new face of new face the center for literary arts and she's um she's what do you call it serving is that what it is she's serving Serving, not working right yeah so um that's great and i think that that has got to be a really wonderful thing to sort of see somebody grow and blossom move on to something else and then also be welcoming of the new person for just some new ideas and mm-hmm. um, and see their growth over the year. I can't wait to see what she does with our windows. Yeah. Um, you know, we have these large plate glass windows uh, on Main Street. And so I'm excited, frankly, yeah. to have somebody who I know is a, is a strong artist to, <laughs> to, to decorate the windows. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be great. And then draw more people in. Right. So for people that uh, just maybe want to stop in and and check out your literary magazines and stuff like that. Uh, what are your hours? I'm so happy that you asked this because I just finally figured out what the hours were or would be. Okay. Yesterday. Oh, great. Uh, right. So I'm set now. So we'll be open. Uh, the center will be open on Monday and Friday mm-hmm. from uh, noon until 6. Okay. On Wednesday from 12 until 2.30. 
Okay, so 12 to 2.30 on Wednesday. 12 to 2.30 on Wednesday. Okay. And I know I'm jumping around. That's but, fine. And on Saturday from uh, 9 until 4. Nice. Yeah, so Saturday hours now. That's amazing. It's good, right? Yeah. So no, I think that's really good. People Especially can go out, have brunch, come to the center. Pick, right. Especially if people are working on something that sure. you have traditional jobs, but want to maybe be a writer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they can come in on Saturdays, which is kind of ideal. Right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Wow. That's really good. I approve of the Saturday hours. <laughs> great, great addition. This is the good benefit of having Kat Wharton uh, join us uh, is that you know, she's, she'll be able able to to do that, to keep it open on Saturdays. That's great. So, um, that this is great information. People get your tickets for the one act play festival on September the 30th. Um, it's, it's hard to imagine that we're in September already, but you know, don't, don't wait. Um, and then also you're coming back, which I'm so excited about, Uh, but for the indie lit fest and we'll, we'll break down the whole uh, a whole weekend sure. Friday and Saturday so we'll break it down as far as what you can expect and uh, just if people are thinking of calendars if people are putting their calendars together I don't know if I said this uh, Indie Lit's happening on the 13th and 14th of October okay this year. yeah okay great um, um, oh and and the other thing that I didn't mention is the second coffee with the writer oh right is uh, Barry Weinberg Barry Weinberg okay he's a, he's a playwright Mm. Um, and so he, uh, he has all kinds of accomplishments and has had plays put on in different places. Um, but, uh, he will be talking about the process of writing a play. That's great. So So you should definitely, when is this? That is, uh, the 4th of November. That's a Saturday. 4th of November. Okay. So if you want to submit maybe a play for next year's one act play festival, you have nowhere to start, nowhere to start, go see Barry Weinberg on the 4th of November and pick his brain. And, and he is generous and kind and funny. Uh, he, he'll, he'll be fun to, uh, to listen to on that, on that Saturday morning, I'm sure. That's awesome. Well, Jen, thank you so much for coming back. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to talking to you soon. And I look forward to coming back. Good. For more information on what you've heard on today's show, including dates, locations, and times for all the wonderful events listed, go to our website, and that's recordtalklisten.com. They're all there for you. And uh, make sure to look at all of our other previous episodes. Subscribe to the podcast. Support the show, you know, all that stuff. You can find all that information, how to do those things on our website. So make sure to check it out. I should mention again to join the Facebook group if you've forgotten to do that. It's called The People Who Listen. Um, You can basically join the group, have discussions about podcasts that you've listened to. If you have ideas, it's a direct line to me so you can, uh, we can have a chat. And also you can uh, interact with other people who like and listen to the show as well. So be sure to search us out on Facebook and that is the people who listen. We love to hear from you. So a good way to do that was to join that group. And then also we're on Twitter at RTL pod and Facebook. You should like our page. It's facebook.com slash record talk. Listen. And an old-fashioned email always gets through, and that's recordtalklisten at gmail.com. If you have a business and you want to sponsor the show, we get thousands of downloads every week, so your ad never expires. It's a good it's a good use of funds, so think about us when you're considering your advertising for the upcoming year. So let us know. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. 
This has been another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much.